I know you think I'm crazy. But I feel her. I hear her heartbeat. She's so close. My brother was abducted. The world needs you again. It needs your magic. Follow me. We must go beyond the edge of our world into the unknown. I need your help. Just like old times. Attack! Running! Horses! Mayhem! Mayhem! Happy to see you, Good evening, girls. I'm Miss Thornhill. I trust Enid has given you the old Nevermore welcome. She's been smothering me with hospitality. I hope to return the favor. In her sleep. This Organized Chaos podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. Thank you. Hello and welcome to another Organized Chaos live stream. Uh, live stream. Podcast. God damn it. I'm live streaming too much. Ah. Okay. Yeah, there you go, bud. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. I know. <laughs> you know, this is the live stream that's pre-recorded. You know, that's how I roll. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, joining me is uh, Bobby Quarters. How are you doing, Bobby? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Yeah. I've been a little better. Sad to report, though. Uh the dreaded Rona finally got me. Um, I've been down since uh, last Friday. I'm starting to feel a little better, just tired, you know. <laughs> well, I, I, I really got the sense that you might be slacking, so I'm going to make sure to give you the whole workload this episode. So um, <laughs> we got some news to talk about. I'm going to go take an hour break. I'll be right back. <laughs> huh. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> no, but uh, we we got some stuff to talk about. We got to, a brand new no, Avatar no. movie. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We got uh, the first that, that does exist. <laughs> yes, yes. It was a movie that was made and does exist. <laughs> we got the first four episodes of Willow, the new Disney Plus series, um, and uh, the last four episodes of Wednesday. So. uh we have a lineup, but before we get to it, we have some news. We do. Yes. So Henry Cavill officially announced that he is done with Superman. And. Well, I think it was more James Gunn said that he was done with Superman. Well, no, James Gunn said he's going to rework it and maybe find another role for Henry Cavill. But Henry Cavill did officially. Re- I, I don't know if it was an Instagram oh. or something, but he officially released a thing saying he's done. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think it's pretty clear. Like. Last week I was talking about Wonder Woman three being, you know, we like it was canceled, and I was like, I think they're they're just postponing Gal Gadot's uh, contract to keep her there longer. Now I think I'm completely wrong. I think they're doing a hard reboot. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're going to do a hard reboot of a yeah. lot of it. I mean, it's something that is needed. Yeah. No, in I the DCEU. I mean, there's some stuff that they have that is working. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, right now, it just seems that it's uh, uh, Shazam. Yeah. Well, yeah, Shazam. Wonder Woman 84 definitely has issues. The first Wonder Woman's fine until the third act. They have stuff that's solid. I I agree with that. Uh, I I agree with that about the first Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. And it kind of falls together in the third act or falls apart in the third act. Yeah. Um, And then uh, Aquaman, which is uh, like 
listen, I find Aquaman very entertaining. I don't know if I necessarily qualified as good, but <laughs> it's uh, it's entertaining. <laughs> I, I I found it hard to care about the plot and everything when I first watched it. Oh, come on. I, like, how many times are they doing the thing where they're just randomly talking and then out of nowhere there's an explosion in the background? They do that so many times in that movie that, like, I just remember they reached a point where every time they did it, I just laughed. Just fucking. Honestly, it happens so much in movies anymore. It's just, it's hard to keep, like, track of it. Yeah. It's just (laughs) like, oh, yeah, sure. Why not? (laughs) Movies in general. (laughs) I I think a lot are still copying off that old 80s motif of action films. Mm, Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Or maybe, like, the, the late 90s into early 2000. Like that. Maybe. Mm. But yeah, um, I, I I'll go like listen. I was not a huge fan of Man of Steel, but I didn't think it was a complete train wreck either. No, no, mm-hmm. I enjoyed Man of Steel. I thought it was actually pretty decent. And yeah, I felt, and with and in regard to Bat v Superman, uh, I think <sighs> that if Ben had well, I think it, all right. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. I think if if Ben had more of a vehicle to establish his Batman and Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. As opposed to it just kind of being um, force fed, mm-hmm. I I think he would have had a lot more to go on. Oh, yeah. I genuinely think Affleck is a good actor. Yeah, no. So I, I yeah. I've said this numerous times. Listen, I was one of the doubters when Ben Affleck was cast as Batman. I was like, "What the fuck are you doing? He's already done a character <laughs> like this. It sucked. Don't do this." I was a doubter. He, like, is I didn't I don't like Batman v Superman. I find it boring and just. A, just a fucking Agreed. chore to get through. Agreed. Agreed. But Affleck was actually pretty fucking good in it. I'm not yeah. really sure if he was playing Batman, but like whatever he was doing, it was working for me. He was fucking good. Yeah. Like, um, he's a fucking great Bruce Wayne. Yeah. No. He, like. Like. Fuck. <laughs> that that works. But yeah, um, it's one of those things. Like, I'm much more optimistic about what DC's doing right now because I feel like right now what they're doing is they're ripping off a band aid. Um. There's going to be lots uh-huh. of people who are pissed that they're rebooting this. And they're just going to, they're just brunting it. Like, I wasn't expecting him to brunt it. I was expecting him to try to, like, carry through as much as they can. But, uh, I mean, this is ballsy. Uh, and they're going to get pushback. They're going to get bad pushback from this. But I think it's probably oh, yeah. the best move overall. And lots of people will be like, hey, how come you doubted Zack Snyder when he was doing this? But you're not showing as much doubt for James Gunn. And I'll tell you right now, it's because right. Zack Snyder at that point, and even to this point, has not shown me a great ability to build universes. He's shown me a great ability to put together cool looking visuals. Not necessarily universe building. I trust James okay, Gunn I'll, a lot more. I'm... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And especially with the lore of comics and and that whole world building that would need to go mm-hmm. into making a film based off of comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, I trust James more. Now, I mean, with Snyder... See, I, I have some mixed opinions on... Mm-hmm. I actually have some very unfavorable opinions on Zack Snyder. I'm yeah. not a fan of, at all. Um... I really kind of found his work just, and this is just my opinion, you know, whatever that is. I've never, I've found his work just to be like kind of 
unnecessarily pompous and flashy. Oh yeah. Like I'm not pompous, not pompous. Um, I feel he's just kind of all smoke and mirrors. To a degree, yeah. And you know, he he really, I've never seen him come to the table film wise with an idea that wasn't already made, that Mm -hmm. wasn't his IP. Yeah. Well, like I, and maybe maybe that's the purest fan of me from uh the horror aspect Mm -hmm. like maybe that's just you know the like and maybe i'm just too big of a romero fan mark (laughs) you know because maybe i feel like you know dawn of the dead was made perfect once Mm -hmm. yeah it was that's the thing Uh, his dawn of the dead was (laughs) fine but wasn't anything significant it was was the okay, original is the classic, yeah. The original's better. You can't. Oh yeah, yeah it, it it had more of a poignant meaning. That one just again kind of felt like it was shoved down our throats with a spoon. Yeah, if you're looking for like a zombie movie with a, a cool like undertones and message to it, the original is down the watch, If you're just looking for fa- fast zombies watch, running around killing well, people, do Zack Snyder. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to watch, uh, yeah, but if you want to watch like those type of zombie movies, those with like kind of a message to yeah. them. Watch the Romero zombie films. Mm-hmm. I would say cut it off after Land of the Dead because I think, uh, yeah. well, he yeah. still had messages in Diary and. It just uh, wasn't great. But it, yeah, Land of just, the Dead it, was actually still solid. Like, yeah. Land of the Dead was great. That one dealt yeah. with classism. Yeah, and it exactly. Was beautiful. Yeah. It was beautiful. And that was like, what, uh, 04? So yeah. that's like it, Bush era. Yeah, era. It's not even yeah that, that old. was. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I actually, God, I actually might rewatch that. Because it's been a minute since I've watched it, but still, it's a uh, it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the and Day of the Dead dealt with uh, mi- the military complex, which yeah. you know is something still pretty fucking relevant. Yeah, and this one dealt with, and Dawn dealt with consumerism. Yeah, I think Day and Day didn't really well. Land Night of the Living Dead didn't intend. He never intended for that to have any message or anything. No, Did no. You know that? Like, like, yeah, like, yeah. He he never intended for any of the racial subtleties to be there, or anything. Just the last character who he cast happened to be black. No, like the best guy for the job he saw happened to be a black man, and so he got yeah, cast in the lead best role. And also, got cast. Yeah, that's and, all it is. But and, but but he, but but Romero has no problem. Never had problem with that context to it. No, no. All. He loved it. Well, it, he was he loved. Yeah, he loved I mean, it. He was like, yeah, no, racism is bad. Yeah, it's one of those <laughs> things, you know, artists frequently learn this, that, like, what you create and what people interpret from your create is often different than your intention. And, yeah. you know, it depends on how they interpret it. Sometimes there's bad interpretations that absolutely exist. But, like, if they're drawing it from the text of your media and with examples, then it's a 100% valid interpretation, even if the artist intended it or not. So, yeah, it's... Yeah, that's something from Night of the Living Dead that was always interesting. Uh, classic zombie movie. Uh, classic, but with Snyder, yeah, to yes. reel it back in. Yeah. But yeah. Snyder, like, I, like, if he can come to the table with an original idea mm. and even building his own, how Snyder came up with that, oh, his own comic, his own, or not not Snyder, but um, uh, Gunn, James Gunn. Mm-hmm. He came up with that own superhero of his own and the one that where he cast Rain Wilson as him. Yeah, yeah, super, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that, like, okay, yeah. And also, not only that, James has a pretty good track record of successful hits in mm. this genre of films. Oh, yeah. I think it's 
I think it's fair to say that we could call all comic book hero movies like their own kind of like it's like their their own genre. Yeah, yeah. I, and I mean, it's like the western at this point, and like yeah, it is very much like the western at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, yeah. James has a very successful track record thus far. I mean, I'm I come at this as someone who used to be a very big fan of Watchmen until recently. Like I, I'm sure if I watch it, I will still enjoy it. But Zack Snyder's Watchmen is an interesting thing when you really examine it because he copies that almost verbatim from the comic book. But yet he also adds his like slow-mo fighting style. His almost like he glamorizes the superheroes in a way that's not intended by Alan Moore whatsoever. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that and it's, either. Yeah, and it's it's a weird movie. Um, it's it's like I, I'm certain if I rewatch it, I'll still enjoy it, but it's it's not in the same tone as the comic book. And it's just a stylistic thing where I, it's not that I don't think Zack Snyder, you know, wanted to misinterpret it. I think he just, I get the impression he doesn't get it. He just thinks, you know, oh, isn't this a cool idea? I, I do, like, looking back on it more and more, I'm like, I think he looks at Rorschach as the hero. And you could argue he's kind of a hero, but he's also a fucking mental psychopath. And he's not someone to be looked up to at all. Um, no, he, he is like, he, uh, he's not quite an anti-hero. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's pushing it. He's, yeah. Yeah. And then you, I feel like you get the similar thing in Man of Steel, where I feel like Man of Steel, Zack Snyder sets up these great visuals and these great ideas for what to do with him. But then he doesn't follow through on like hardly any of them, which is my biggest issue with Man of Steel. Like, Man of Steel is, like, set to be, like, the best Superman movie, except I feel like it doesn't really follow through on hardly anything. No, it's not. It's not the quest for peace. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, you can never live up to the greatness of quest for peace. We do have to cover that sometime. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, sure. Features future DCU star uh, John Cryer. Oh, yep, yep. And, oh, wait, our credibility is dropping fast. What's going on? Well, that character was uh, fucking hammy, but he did have a pretty cool car. No, yeah, yes, he did. Uh, but yes, anything you want to add to uh, to DC? Because uh, right, right now I'm optimistic. I feel like right now they're going to take a lot of negative press over what they're doing. Because oh, they're gonna they're the shit's gonna hit the fan. Or oh yeah, probably it already has. I mean, I'll be blunt. Shit hitting the fan though. Yeah. I mean, oh, a lot, sorry, yeah, a lot of the casting they did, I thought was solid. I thought Henry Cavill was a good Superman. I think it's disappointing he never got his solid film. But there was, yeah. there was a great tweet on uh, Twitter talking about, like, someone said, I can't believe they're recasting uh, uh, Brandon Routh of Henry Cavill. It's only been like eight years since his first movie. They need to give him another shot. He never had another a good shot at this. And it's like, yeah, it, it happens. Um Brandon Ralph had his moments. I think, like, especially seeing his later performances, I think he could have done a good Superman movie, but he just never had the shot. And lots no, of people don't no. even get as close as they do to have a shot at a good and Superman I, movie. And I think with Brandon Ralph, like, well, that, well, Superman Returns, because that is a good movie. That is a good Superman installment to the first four. I don't know if I'll go that far, but I think Brandon yeah. Ralph is solid in it. I, mean, I feel that that had way too much studio involvement. Oh, I'm certain. And, you know. Oh, there's, and, there's parts of it I don't like. There's parts of it I don't like. Mm-hmm. There's a lot about it I don't like. You know, and, like, you know. Like, 
Yeah. I, the, the, the fact that the, it didn't have a director slowed it down, and the fact that they never had anybody cast as Lex Luthor, but he played a prominent role, also slowed it down as well. Um, well, I mean, they <laughs> casted a person who was a great actor for the role, and true, probably true. the only one who could fill Gene's shoes in that. Mm-hmm. He just happens to be a little disgraced at the moment. Yeah, he just happens to be a monster. That, you know, <laughs> as yeah. happens, but... But yeah. you were saying, uh, speaking of Twitter. Yes, Twitter. So Elon yeah. Musk recently posted a poll asking if he should step down as the CEO of Twitter. And <laughs> he essentially sent out a post like like that would go in. Do you like me? Yes yeah. or no? <laughs> Circle one. And what well, came out? 57 percent. Go away. Yes. yes go yes, away. 50 yes. percent of, of the poll uh, voted yes. And, and I think it was like 48 said no. I think it's very telling because his simps are so vocal on Twitter. Like if you were on Twitter, you would think like all Twitter supports him with how vocal his simps are. But obviously from this poll, from people who probably follow him or follow him adjacent, although it ended up in my feed, a lot of his stuff ends up in my feed, I think mostly because people clown him. Clown I will be honest, I follow him, but that's just to keep tabs on the sneaky yeah. fucker. Yeah, no, there's there's a value to that. But yeah, he's... People said, yeah, step down. Well, you're well, not doing this well. well. You're not. Amidst in the controversy of why he's stepping down is because he recently uh, banned all journalists, I believe, from what, the Washington Post and the New York Post? Or the New um, York Times? I think it was a bit more random than that. I know Keith Olbermann was banned. I think Matt... Binder yeah. was banned, but that was temporary. But yeah. like, there's a whole bunch of journalists that were just banned. Yeah, Keith Overland, he, he's posting from his the account he made for his dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and yeah, uh, one of the things that I mean, that's just like God love Keith for still committed to journalism. Yeah, and one uh, one of the accounts he also banned was Elon Jet, which was literally just account that's even before he took over Twitter. An account that keeps track of his jet activity, which is public information. Like, you can't fly around a jet without that being known. And, like, you know, he banned it because Elon called it doxing. And it was just like, it's public information, man. You may not like it, but what are you talking about, man? Um, Yeah, isn't that also the same account that he said that he would not ban? Probably. There's lots of things he he said he he, won't do that he's doing. Yeah, he did say, and he listed that account. Exactly. He claimed it's just because, you know, it gave an update on his son, which, A, I'm surprised he gives a shit about his kids at all. Um, B, he had made a post earlier saying that, you know, he is at Twitter HQ in San Francisco going to be working all night. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah. you literally just de- you. Go play with your Nerf guns on your bedside table and drink your caffeine-free Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, well, he is, he it, is such a simp. And he was also photographed at the World Cup with uh, Jared Kushner. Of course, he was. <laughs> oh God! And but yeah, did you see that? Um, no, I didn't see that. Of course, I know the famous photo where he hung out with uh, Jelaine Maxwell. That. Would- that's always a classic. Oh, that one? No, yeah. yes, I know that one where he's hanging out with just Lane Maxwell. I've I've seen that one. Yeah. I try and heart it every time it pops up in a thread. Mm-hmm. 
No, no. I, I have that picture of Trump and uh, uh, Epstein, and it comes in handy on Twitter when you come across lots of uh, dipshits. <laughs> the one of uh, him and uh, Epstein together. Yeah. That one's a good one. It's to like, use. yeah, I, I, my reply to this is just to put this right here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but, you know, back to Elon. Although the, the simps for Trump and the simps for Elon, it's, it's, there's an overlap for sure. Oh. Yeah, I know. That reminds that reminds me. I, we something else we didn't even add to the news docket this week. Yes. Speaking of Trump and his NFTs. Oh shit! I forgot about his NFTs. Oh my god, those things are <laughs> hilariously bad. Um, <laughs> it's like him as a superhero and shit. Oh, and weren't they? Well, my all... favorite one was. Oh. Copyrighted images already. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're already stolen. And it's like, ooh. Ooh, just not not winning, man. No. I mean, I I I was tempted to out of just out of irony. Yeah. <laughs> just to also maybe hawk it because those idiots will buy any of those. Yeah, true. <laughs> and if I could stake steal some money from them, but then I just didn't like the fact of me giving them my money. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I couldn't do it. It's like. Oh. I want yeah. to troll them, but no, no. My favorite, mm-hmm. my favorite one was the uh, Spaceman Trump. I think that's the one I saw too. That was, they're so bad. They're so poorly photoshopped. It's like, oh god. And like, man, I I hope that. Well, I was gonna say I hope he didn't pay somebody for that. And then I'm thinking, wait a minute, this is Donald John Trump. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't pay anybody to True. do anything. True. He, he rips them What's all off. What's so funny is how how many people are just like going, I can't believe he's doing this. Like, what is he thinking? What is he thinking? This is the guy he has always been. Mm-hmm. I remember those Trump steak ads. I remember the Trump water ads. I remember Trump University. I remember all of those infomercial ads. And for the longest time, I thought that's all that guy was. Mm-hmm. I thought that's all Donald Trump was. He's a guy who does infomercials. Mm-hmm. Well, uh this guy who does infomercials is so famous. It just kind of reminded me. So like Trump has actually been like a a person of impact even before he was president, I think. Oh yeah. Maybe even a lot of like, since even, I well, realize it. Long long before like long before even The Apprentice, too. Mm-hmm. Like he, he he was a he had made his own notoriety in in our world. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, well, I want to say in like the eighties where they reinvented uh, Lex Luthor as like a businessman, as like an evil businessman. Their their template was essentially a smart Donald Trump. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the the uh, direction that they gave Anthony Starr for the boys mm-hmm. is like you know take the wildest shit you ever heard Donald Trump say <laughs> and just just do it with and, conviction you know and like the uh, well the uh, Stormfront fans and everything they based it off of the MAGA crowd in like mm-hmm. January like they based it off that oh yeah no they're they're going further into it with uh, the recent season I'm sure they're going to dive hard into it in season four which is why the boys is oh. awesome and everybody should be watching it <laughs> and it's beautiful social commentary mm-hmm. but uh, bring it back to Elon Musk um, one of his yeah, more sorry, yeah. well there's two things I wanted to talk about that happened with him recently um, I'll go ahead and get to the newer one first uh, his weird rule where you aren't allowed to link to other social media websites. And yeah, I'm going to test that theory tomorrow. 
well, when, like, I promote it, the, when I promote this podcast. Well, YouTube is not a block site, which is my, my first question, because YouTube is technically a social media site, too. But he didn't block that one. It's Facebook. <laughs> it's Instagram. Uh, it's a couple of big ones. But the other thing he blocked, which this one really is weird, uh, Linktree sites. So lots like I've even thought about setting up one for myself where it's just a link tree where it's just like, here's my links. Here's my YouTube. Here's my, you know, Twitter. Yeah. You know, yeah. Find all my social media. You aren't even allowed to link to that on Twitter anymore. And I'm like, the fuck? Really? <laughs> uh, and it's weird. Like, he's like, oh, well, I don't want to link to competitors. And it's like, you do understand Facebook and Twitter function way differently, right? Like, they're totally different like, sites. You know, I occasionally get into a debate on uh, on Facebook, but not really. It's usually just mostly my family and shit and my fan and my friends. Not Not a whole lot else. Twitter yeah, is kind of yeah, where I go, where I you know, I'm I'm like going to like see if I can piss off one of these guys sometimes, or or support my friends. It's pretty much one of those two for Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly that, like, or I or me finding a post on uh, somebody or just a random post going through the thread and just kind of reading out of morbid curiosity. Mm-hmm. And you know, finding and sometimes I just find this one comment. <laughs> yeah, one that is just oh crack my knuckles and mm-hmm. all right well <laughs> let me break and, this you know, down that. and show how dumb this is as quickly as possible <laughs> or, or sometimes or sometimes i find something that is really hilarious like recently um uh, my favorite helicopter hog killing uh congressperson made a tweet about you have uh, to how narrow that she's... down you <laughs> <laughs> oh my helicopter hog killer yeah that, that, i can think oh. of at least two <laughs> uh rep rep green oh there you go okay. <laughs> green. yeah <laughs> it's a little sad <laughs> that should be enough. yeah but the helicopter hog killing green how about <laughs> that so she had made some post about uh how she is horrified well this was on a thread sorry where somebody had shared how she is uh, how you know, Representative Green made a tweet saying, Walmart, many of your customers in my district are reaching out to me about sex toys being sold in your, in your Dalton store. Mm-hmm. They're extremely upset and absolutely horrified that, that sex toys are being sold openly right next to children's toothbrushes. <laughs> this is grooming. So she's accusing the Waltons. Of grooming. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't the Waltons major contributors to the GOP? They have been for years, uh, unless something's changed. Consecutively. Yes. So somebody in a thread, like this was a left side, mm-hmm. a left leaning thread, po- who posted the original poster was they had uh, this other uh, a sir, subscriber to this thread had uh, commented, "Wait until she finds out what else Walmart sells: alcohol, condoms." Mm-hmm muddy novels mm-hmm. i replied don't forget the firearms well worse. no it's it, it's crazy no, then, so they, well they, and oh, go ahead, okay. then this other person I, I replied with you know don't forget the firearms they replied with or worse dairy me oh lordy oh oh how could i forget that vile evil dairy mm-hmm. well so like <laughs> sometimes look- it it's great exchanges like that mm-hmm. other times it's me just calling somebody an ignorant fuck mm-hmm. Well, you look at the picture she shared. Follow both of us on Twitter, by the way. (laughs) Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. uh, (laughs) At Organized Chaos Forever and at Bobby Quarters 13, right? Mm. 
Yep. Topic orders 13. And awesome. you know, and I am the, I'm the cool one. If, if I, if I'm 100% certain you're not trying to sell smutty pictures, I will follow you back. <laughs> and, uh, if I am certain you like, if you want to follow me and I'm sure you're trying to sell smutty pictures, it's fine. I'm just going to report you and block you. It's, you're real yep. welcome to it. I'm, I'm game. I'm game. I had to go through and like purge a bunch of followers I had and I'm using air quotes. Mm hmm there because for the longest time i'd go oh cool a follower oh cool a follower that's just before i did anything like youtube or started up with the podcast just had a twitter for the sake of having a twitter <laughs> yeah but i had to purge through and wow i had a lot <laughs> yeah well uh anyways getting back to the sex toy thing because the sex toys were actually on the top shelf if you look at the picture she shared and i think they were above the mm-hmm. condoms and then mm-hmm. next to it, on the bottom, is where the kids' toothbrushes would be. And I thought somebody mm-hmm. had a great point. It's like, you know, when I I can't no, no, they put that I, there. My kids just I go would... hang out by the toothbrushes. It's ridiculous. That's all they want to do when they're there. <laughs> right? Now, I will say this. At the Wally World in my neck of the woods, there is a section that is very, that is, uh, yes, the healthcare section, mm-hmm. which is what it is. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's where all that is. Mm-hmm. And you know, there is, there was one where I did see one time that they were right there, but all the, all the sex toys and everything were right there in one area. But you know what else was right near all that? And, mm-hmm. and there, there weren't any kids' toothbrushes. Those were two aisles over. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, stuff like, you know, Vagisil, mm-hmm. um, like Monistat, a lot of other health care and other stuff dealing with you know stds or anything of that nature like care for that the the -the over-the-counter stuff you can get for it along with contraception (laughs) so all of that was kind of isolated in one corner of the store now personally i think okay i'm that's a bit weird all right wally world you wild now i see Mm -hmm. didn't think anything of it i mean i used to work at a video store where where we sold that stuff so yeah it's not i'm not too bothered by it but uh, i mean part of me kind of goes like wow we at least kept it behind a counter Mm -hmm. all right wally world well yeah it's it's so weird but uh questionable but yeah but whatever yeah in response to that tweet i just had to do the princess bride gift where it's like uh, you know she called him groomers and it's like you keep using that word I do not think it yeah. means what you think it means. I do <laughs> seriously. <laughs> but uh, I think the final piece of the Elon Musk thing I definitely want to bring up was that call. What the the Twitter Live call? Yeah the the uh, social meetings or the uh, voice meeting thing yeah. that they have there. Elon well, Musk had, was there, and tons had. of media figures were there. And apparently, like if your Twitter account's old enough and you're based on the old mainframe. Even if your account's banned, you could get in that call. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, like, Elon Jet with lots of the band people were there, and they're, like, mashing that question thing, trying to get a, a question to them. Very few people got in, but a couple did. And Elon, the whole thing, Elon asked it very awkward. It's one of those things where it wasn't a whole lot that was actually said, but it was clear Elon was awkward. He didn't like this. And then there was a point he where he sounded very uncomfortable and angry. Yeah. And there was a point where he jumps out, but then he jumps back and he says something really quick, sales sounding awkward and angry and a bit triggered. And then he yeah. j- jumps out again. And then they're all just like, oh, fuck, he left. 
I, I don't think that was the burn you thought it was. Yeah. No. Yeah. You could and tell them, all those re- all those reporters were just ready to just jump on him. Oh my god, I have so many questions for you. Please, oh please. <laughs> so many of them were just like, yeah, yeah. And it was like, well, that was in the post. No, mm-hmm. we posted uh, what CNN posted. Yeah. Yes, and that was it. No, no questions asked. No, that <laughs> as I recall, yeah. I think they asked Elon Jet like, you know, why are you sharing that? He's like, because I want to. And they're like, have you thought about not sharing it? It's like, yeah, but it's public information, and I want to. <laughs> Which okay, he's absolutely based. within his legal right to. Yeah, it's like it's public information. There's not much to say. <laughs> uh, so Pink Floyd released a whole bunch of live albums from their uh dark side tour which i i haven't listened to any of them yet but that that sounds fairly cool it sounds like it's a copyright thing but yeah i yeah not much but they quietly dropped all these live releases Mm -hmm. like no publication or you know press on it just quietly dropped it yeah which I, i it's fairly cool um but yeah, what? How many do we have here? Uh, what was the number? I think they did the counter. 18. 18 live albums 18. from yeah. uh, Dark Side of the Moon tour. We we got the Wembley Stadium one here. It looks like we got a Chicago show, couple Rainbow Theaters, an LA show. Nice. Yeah. I I like I said, I haven't had a chance to listen to it. Like, but yeah, these are certainly some classic stuff. Um, what are your thoughts, Bobby? <laughs> Um, I've, I listened to a couple of them or a couple excerpts from different shows. Um, the audio is interesting. So it's not like what you would think a live album is, which would be like a direct soundboard Mm -hmm. recording. Some sounds like they might be fan recorded. Really? But still decent quality. Like, like I audibly hear like people, like they start a song and someone going, yeah. And that 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 could still come up. Like maybe mm-hmm. it is they're recording a microphone from the soundboard. Maybe. Well, not. yeah, I always kind of assume that they they did a they, like they have like a separate thing to record the audience, and they do like a mix when they do an official album. Yeah, yeah. Which you know makes sense Sometimes, here. You're gonna yeah. want some of that audience cheer in there. Soundboard. Yeah. You know, we'll probably get a little bit through the soundboard because there are microphones on that stage, but not. You know, the goal when you're getting the, the stage mic is to get as little of it, that as possible. Come in. Yeah, yeah, to either mic up the amp, instrument, or voice that you're recording. Mm-hmm. Now, there could, now, again, there could be some at the, there could be a mic set up there to record the audience. Mm-hmm. They add into the mix later, but. I mean, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I know old school setups used to be mic in front of the amp, but, you know, now you just plug it directly in anymore. Um, Sometimes in the studio they still do that, but that's in the studio. That's studio too. Yeah, it's a lot safer in the studio. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it, it's. I would definitely say, like, if you have a streaming service, check it out. I don't have streaming services right now, but uh, yeah, if you're a fan mm-hmm. of Dark Side of the Moon, Pink Floyd, sounds like you got some stuff to listen to. <laughs> uh, are we ready for Avatar Two? All right, let's do it. All right, Avatar Two. Um, what what are your thoughts, Bobby? <laughs> I well, I mean, if if you remember from last week, I I wasn't too thrilled with the first one when it mm-hmm. first came out, and still wasn't that impressed with like rewatching it. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> uh, this one, I felt like it copied a lot from its own self. I can like, see that. It, it it almost seemed like James spent more of the time on getting the best graphics possible. Mm. Or special effects or, you know, CGI. And not really... W- moving the plot of this story forward all that much. I mean, sure, our main character, you know, he has a family now mm-hmm. and all of it, but I don't know. A lot of it I felt was lazy. I, I did not like mm-hmm. it. <laughs> so here's an interesting development because I, I went to see this last night, uh, last minute. Uh, I had plans suddenly shift on me very quickly, so I just had to see it last minute last night. Um, I actually liked it quite a bit, but... I think there is a lot of value to what you're saying as well. Um, so, like, uh, there's, yeah. there's, we have the two main characters. It's Jake and, and Natiri. Uh, they're married now, and they have four kids. Um, and I was actually kind of shocked how much I liked the kid characters. Um, I well, yeah, no, don't get me wrong. I, I did actually, out. I actually did like the kid characters. I did like them. Yeah, I, I feel like you, you, we might even spend as much time with them as we do with Jake. Um, maybe even more. There, there's a big focus mm-hmm. on them, and I was like, oh god, it's going to be new characters. But I liked them. Um, and you brought up the visuals, and, and this might be the difference. Um, so I noticed the visuals in this looked even better than the first one. The first one's already starting to look dated. This one looked. Oh, a lot better. And I thought they were actually pretty stunning. Um, and there's lots of, uh, there's lots of just, hey, look at these visuals in this movie. A lot yeah. of it. And if, if you're not on board with the visuals they're giving you, that could almost certainly kill this movie. Uh, I largely was. Um, in fact, I would say my favorite character was that outcast whale, Pandora whale thing they had going on. I love yeah, that. Was, that in thing. my opinion, that was that was the best part of that whole movie. Yeah, no, and that, even the part that big moment with it, favorite part of the that was my favorite part yeah, of the no, whole movie. That whale was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I I overall I liked it. Yeah, but like if you're not on board with the visuals, I get it. It's a long one, especially if you're not on board with mm-hmm. the visuals, because this is a visual movie. Um, it's not even necessarily a lot of visual storytelling per se, but it's lots. There's visual storytelling, plenty of it, but um, it's mostly just, hey, look at this, doesn't look, this look pretty. There's a lot yeah. of that in this movie. Um, but and if yeah. I think you were to take all of that out, you'd probably have a two hour, 15 minute movie. Yeah, yeah, probably. It's, a, it's really on board with, like, are you on board with these visuals? Um, I think that's just the difference probably between us, because I, I largely was. Um there's a couple of things that I like kind of eventually work for me, but first I wasn't sold on. So the villain, especially the main villain in this is the same guy from the first movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't even know if that qualifies as spoilers. Cause this is one of the very first things introduced. Um, he is a avatar clone of the original guy. So the original guy's dead. They, they find his body there. They, the guy even crushed his skull, but he has an avatar clone. And I feel like this might be a little bit of a, a continuity error because they show him filming a like introduction video to explain things to his avatar. It's obvious before he got the scar. And I don't know if it's supposed to be like an edited video or if 
it's just a continuity error because he talks about how, you know, you need to go get Jake Selly. And he had never met Jake Selly before he got the scar. So I don't know what that is about. Because the whole thing with Jake Sully was that Jake Sully wasn't even supposed to be there. His brother was supposed to be there. So why would he mm-hmm. be concerned about Jake Sully? It just, it felt off to me. Maybe there's some timeline thing they could do to explain it, but it, it felt a little wonky. Um, but yeah, like I said, I like these kid characters. There's The youngest daughter doesn't really have a whole lot. She's largely just there to get kidnapped. And they do that a couple of times. Mostly, um, yeah. Yeah, and then what you have is the eldest son, who's essentially the peacekeeper. Then you have uh, the the youngest son, who is the troublemaker. And you have uh, the the eldest daughter, who is actually a uh, the child of Grace's... I guess we're getting into spoilers. The child yeah. of Grace's avatar, and they don't know who her parents are. And that's who another thing. Who the father is. Yeah. Who the dad is. Yeah. Um, they don't explain it, too. Uh, because that's another thing. While this movie is a self-contained story, more or less, there are plenty of loose threads. It's obviously setting up for more Avatar movies. And that's the thing. When the first one ended, I wasn't sure how much I wanted more Avatar movies. Because, you know, this one came out. I was like, uh, I mean, James Cameron. I'll check it out. It's James Cameron. But after this one, I'm kind of on board for more. In fact, I'd probably say I enjoyed this more than the first one. But yes, there's lots of loose thre- loose threads. Uh, he- the humans come back. Essentially, it's firmly established that Earth is dying, and they need to make this their new home. I think that's something yeah. they could dive into more. They don't a whole lot in this movie. They're essentially just the bad guys again. Um, there's that one scientist. I We didn't really see his fate. There's that one scientist who uh, seems like he he's probably going to be sympathetic. Uh, we'll probably see him come up again. But... Yeah, I, I like the, the kid characters, and I guess I don't, like, this is late in the movie, I don't want to spoil it, but there was a, a part in this movie where I have to admit I, I did shed a few tears. Um, it was, I kind of don't want to spoil that one, even though I'm usually fine with spoilers, but. Okay. That one, that one gave me a few tears. That was, that was rough. But yeah, I'm on board. I, I kind of saw that moment coming. Like I knew. You see, I I I, I wasn't sure. I figured there'd be some sort of big cost at some point, but yeah, it still hit me. Yeah. <laughs> Even sometimes, yeah, I, I... in my opinion, that's how I know it's a good movie. Even if I kind of see it coming, it'll still if it still hits me, it's like okay, you did it. You did a good job. You <laughs> know. Yeah. Um, a couple other characters that uh, are, I think we probably should talk about would be, um, Spider, who I thought was an interesting uh, addition. Spider is a human who was uh, like all all the humans were kicked off uh, at the end of the first movie, if you seen if you remember, and uh, except for a few scientists. But there is also Spider. Spider was a child of one of the humans who was kicked off, but he was too young to be transported. So he just he stayed around. Well, actually, I, I it's not one of the humans that was transported. OK, this is a big spoiler, but pops up early. Um, Spider is the son of the, the main bad guy of the first movie and mm-hmm. this movie. Um, so yeah, there's that, uh, there's a complex relationship between this because, uh, uh, the human seems to jump around between hanging out the lab with the humans and hanging out with the Navi uh, and hanging out with Jake and the So, you know, it's not quite like he's their son, but he's, he's 
like it frequently seems like they have five kids. Um, yeah. And I thought that was an interesting thing to add into here. And seeing Spider develop is going to be interesting. Because it's going to be interesting. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, as opposed to like, you know, how I felt the first one copied a lot from those 90s mm -hmm. films like um, uh, Fern Gully, uh, mm -hmm. Pocahontas, Dances yeah. with Wolves. Uh, this one instead uh, took a pinch of Jungle to Jungle and added it in. Mm -hmm. I have maybe maybe that's why I liked it more. I haven't seen Jungle to Jungle, so <laughs> you haven't. No, no. Uh, Alan has a kid, uh, uh, and the mom has been living with the tribe in uh, Africa for years. That's the oh, point. Wow. Mm -hmm. take, yeah, no, I could see take, that. And then he, yeah, and then he takes the kid to the big city. Mm -hmm. So I guess, uh, I guess it seems like the conclusion I draw from both our opinions would be if you watch the first one and you think the visuals look cool, maybe, you know, maybe they're a little dated, but overall they, they look cool. I think you'll probably enjoy this. If you're not on board with the visuals of the first one, you're probably, this is probably just going to be yeah, a three hour song. You're not going to be a fan of the second one. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like, it seems like we're, but I mean, I guess that makes sense, but I would also say this one, I think the visuals are better. But it's also way more visual heavy. Um, you have mm -hmm. a lot less humans in this one. It's almost all blue people. <laughs> uh, let's see. Did you have any final thoughts, Bobby? Oh, uh, no, not really. Okay. <laughs> uh, this so... was the last movie I saw before while I was healthy. Hey. <laughs> so Yay. I blame this movie for my sickness. Ooh, it's evil. Evil. That's a, that's fucking I, I don't. Really, yeah, I don't mean that. <laughs> I mean, I can say it. I just don't mean it. Mm -hmm. But uh, next up, we have Willow. The first four episodes of the series. Um, my first thoughts. Like I, I was somebody who was a big fan of the movie, so I was pretty excited for this series. Um, now that I've seen the first four episodes, I'd have to say I'm enjoying it, but it's it's not. quite quite what I thought would be. Yeah, I'll, it's definitely not what I was expecting. Well, I think the biggest thing that threw me off, and it, I really shouldn't have expected it. So the movie didn't really... The movie was kind of a bomb in the theaters, and it made its money back on home release. So obviously, when they do this sequel series, they're going to have a much more constrained budget. And you kind of feel it. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like storyline-wise, it's actually kind of interesting. But like... The world feels smaller in this than it did in the movie. Like, the movie felt like this fully realized whole world. And they did a great job setting that up. And this doesn't really feel like that. And I'd, I'd say that's probably my biggest issue. Because I think the storyline's interesting. I like the characters. Um, but yeah, it just it doesn't have that same feel as the movie does. And I kind of miss that. Um, what are your thoughts, Bobby? <laughs> so far i'm enjoying it yeah like yeah but i i i definitely agree with you that the the world feels scaled down mm -hmm. and um i'd say yeah um they're, they're adding a lot more layers to the original to the story that we're familiar with and mm -hmm. bringing us forward yeah into uh i guess the current time of where we're at in the series. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, okay, uh, so the baby that Willow protected throughout the entire feature film mm-hmm. is now grown up, and I guess now they're at the point where they're training her or preparing her for the great battle. Mm-hmm. The and one it, that I'm pretty sure was adverted at the end of Willow. Well, that's the thing. Um, Bad Morda was adverted at the end of Willow, but I feel yeah. like there's a different uh, prophecy maybe with her. Because what I liked about Willow was essentially that whole prophecy was fulfilled in that movie. Um, the baby yeah. would be her downfall. And the baby was her downfall, but not directly. It's not like the baby stopped her. Bad Morta yeah. just fucked herself up, got obsessed with stopping the baby, and that was her downfall. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that, that yeah, I like that. And, and the prophecy that came true was that her daughter betrayed her. That's what that, that yeah. prophecy came true. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So... Uh, what we're dealing with here is, uh, well, number one, we haven't seen that much of Shorsha, but the little bit we see, we've seen of Shorsha, she's, I'm not thrilled. She seems to be kind of following somewhat in her mother's footsteps, like not entirely, yeah. but not like she's not great. She's not. <laughs> yeah. Um, she she was kind of a bitch to Willow when Willow was like, hey, you know, why don't I help out? And she's like, yeah, get the fuck out. I, I don't want to deal with you. Um, I did love that goatee on him, though. Yeah, yeah. What? Well, yeah, that was some great facial hair no. on Warren Davis. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, timeline-wise, in case you're wondering, this takes place twenty years after the original. I want to say eighteen or twenty years. The the movie was yeah. thirty-two years ago, but they're kind of able to cheat it, mainly because Warwick Davis was only like seventeen when he did that movie. So now he's 52, yeah. so you could just say, oh, yeah, he was uh, 30. <laughs> um, yeah, but essentially, uh, uh, you have, uh, what is it, the crone and her minions are after yeah. Alora Dannon. And so uh, Alora Dannon and Mad Morgan's, oh, well, they kidnap uh, Mad Morgan's and Sorsha's uh, son. So their daughter, Alora Dannon, uh, and then essentially a, a little uh, pack of friends, along with Willow, are going to go save yeah. the son, Eric. Um, now, have we found out what happened to Maid Morgan? No, they have not established. All they've established is that he disappeared. They're no one sure where he's at. And I was hmm. thinking maybe they could figure out a way to like bring him back, but maybe like say like the crone took his voice or something through magic or something. I wouldn't object to that. <laughs> No, I mean, Val probably couldn't physically perform a lot of. I'm not sure how his health role. is doing. He's recovering. I so, know he's recovering. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to see. Um, I yeah. like if he is up for it, I am all for it. Um, yeah, I'm all for it. I'm yeah. all for it if Val's up for it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I, I like that they didn't just kill him off because I assume they just write in the story that they killed him off. You know, and it's one of those or things where it's died. like, I'd love to see him come back, but I don't blame him if they do that. And they didn't. Yeah, I'd love to see him come back, but I don't. I won't blame him if I don't see him. Yeah, no, but yeah. well, that's the thing. They didn't write him out immediately, so I'm like, maybe we will get a cameo. You know, maybe he's feeling up for it. That would be awesome. I am game. Maybe. I. I mean, I'm gonna be really upset if it's some like you know, we see him on his deathbed. Uh, that. Yeah, I'd prefer not that. Maybe he'll would... be up for it, and they could. Maybe they'll do a little bit of de aging. I don't know. We'll have to see. 
we have to see how they handle it. But like Mad Mardigan, the yeah. fact that Mad Mardigan isn't written out of the series at this point, it's kind of promising. I'd love to see Val come back. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I mean, like, I'm just more thinking in reality, like, it, mm. if they did kidnap his son and he was there, yeah, they wouldn't have made it too far. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we have to see what his story is, because right now it's just he disappeared. Um, yeah. We haven't seen Willow's wife or uh, son yet, and that's another thing they haven't really explored. We've seen his daughter. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, um, that's, yeah. And it, some of it also comes down to the scaling. So, like, we go to the Nelwyn village, and apparently the village isn't there anymore. They had to leave it and now live in caves. Feels a lot smaller scale than it once did. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're looking for Eric. Like I said, I'm enjoying this. I want to see where it goes at this point. I like the characters. Borman uh, is probably definitely a character I'm really enjoying. Um, sometimes I will say his dialogue doesn't quite feel like he lives in the same time period as these guys. But I don't know. It kind of works. He kind of sells it. Um, but there's that point where he pops up. Guys, I need a recap. It's like, huh. I don't know if they said that in the middle of cages, but whatever. <laughs> no, I don't think they did either. <laughs> whatever. Uh, he kind of uh, sells it. I like it. The just actor. interrupted on my. It just interrupted on my side. Oh. oh okay. Well, and I don't see you anymore. I wonder if Discord disconnected. Maybe. Uh... Yeah, I don't see a second Discord window. Let me pull this up again. Well, that's kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, I just see your window with your uh, logo. Yeah, I don't have the pop out. Uh, yeah, there it goes. And huh. Can we... All right. You should be good now. <laughs> There you go. All right. Yeah. Yay. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm I'm enjoying this. I want to see where it goes. Um, I, I'm the thing I'm enjoying also is uh, how will I think it was in the third or fourth episode where we see a point where you know Willow talked to the little girl, the mm -hmm. uh, the promised one when she was young, and kind of scared her. Mm -hmm. and, and the uh, queen kicked her out of the castle, and then he's like, I don't care. To her, I'm done. I'm done with this. And we mm -hmm. see him being by those dreams. Yeah, I wonder if thread will come into play later. No, yeah, I, I imagine it will, but yes, uh, we'll have to see. Another thing, oh, I just thought, of... god damn, my brain. I just thought of something I wanted <laughs> to dive into, but yeah, um. I hate my brain. I just had her a decent. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we will have to see how this plays out, though. Like I said, it's like if you're expecting like a big scale world like they had in the movie, it's it's not quite there. This is definitely scaled down because the movie was not a huge hit. But, you know, yeah. I am enjoying it. Oh, yes, I remember. Um, I love when they talk about the 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 battle at Knockmore Castle and talk about how um, the great wizards uh uh, Finn Rizel and Willow use their powerful magic to defeat Bad Morda. And it's like, 
I could see how that could become the story. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought I that mean, was a fun touch. Happened, but... Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, he didn't, he, it wasn't just one wizard and one guy who did a trick that fooled her. <laughs> and I, I did, I yeah, did think I it mean, was, but yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, throughout this, like we've seen Willow use some magic, but he's very reserved with it. He doesn't use it a whole lot. It makes me wonder. Like, he's done stuff with that staff. Like, outside that staff, does he really do much, I wonder? Um, Of course, it was also introduced in the first one. Like, how much of wizardry in this universe is just, like, theatrics? Because yeah. that was the first thing that was told to him by the uh, High Elder in the first one. It's just, like, the bones tell me nothing and stuff like that. He's, you know, this is, this is theatrics, man. <laughs> yeah, it's theatrics. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I we will see how I, how they explore it. But yeah, um, I'm digging it. Uh, you ready for Wednesday? Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, we got to the end of the first season now. Um, yeah. This is awesome. I love this series. Um, yeah, I'm digging it. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm. A, I was a big fan. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed it thoroughly, and I totally called. Who the hide was from the first from the first time we got to see it and we found out the mystery. Well, yeah, uh, spoilers. Yeah, um, he was a front yeah. runner for me. It was it like, and I think they obviously knew that. It was like for me throughout the whole thing, it was either him or the kid they accuse of it. Like in the seventh mm-hmm. episode, I want to say it was between the two of them. And once that kid was accused of it, I was like, oh, so it's the other one. Okay, I, uh, I think. I knew it was- I knew it was the cops kid. Well, I yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. I leaned that way. But like, yeah, I thought I it was either him sure. or the cop mm-hmm. or the cop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The cop one been interesting, too. But yeah, um, I think it definitely like leaned towards one of the romantic interests for Wednesday, obviously. And I think as mm-hmm. they got more and more um, as they got more and more connected, uh, it was just like, yeah, it's got to be him. Right. It's gotta... Yeah, it's got to be him. Mm hmm. Well, you know, he just seemed like the nice kid that worked at the coffee shop. He's not, there's nothing weird about him, right? Um, no. um, and as for like the person like running him, um, I feel like Christina Riki was introduced as like, uh, the obvious sus person early on. And, yeah. and then they didn't do anything with her, which, uh, it, I'm too used to narratives for me. That's like, oh, that's super sus that they kind of plant some seeds, but then like, Towards the second half, they just start ignoring those seeds and just move on to other suspects. It's like, yeah, it's usually what you want to do to make people forget and then, like, recall that shit later. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there's a fine line of playing it safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, this is just a really well done series. I like, uh, I just like the whole idea of, hey, uh, it, it, you know, we'll just do something with Wednesday, which is a popular character anyway, ever since Christina Ricci did it in the movies. And just kind of bring that character back, but, like, bring her into, like, a new world setting. And, like, her family's still there. I mean, things still are regular. But her yeah. family's still there, but they're, they're much more background characters. And she just she's just living in, like, a, a school. And, like, it's just a cool idea for a series, and I like that they're doing it. It's a completely different take on Adam's family. But it feels, like, faithful to it, too. So, I dig this. They did a really good job. 
Yeah, I'm thoroughly enjoying it as of now. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, well, I think I'm getting tired. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's yeah, but I feel like I should have more to say. I like this no, show. I, I, I like. <laughs> I really do too. Yeah. Um. Uh... The, we did get to see uh, at the end of it. We f- well, we find out that uh, how the town is based off of pretty much witch burning. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> to, the, uh... to sum it up, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And the whole idea behind it was uh, essentially the whole town was founded on the idea of let's kill the outcasts and like you know normies and yeah. It didn't really normies take the rule. But obviously, Mm-mm. like the villains are like, oh, let's let's bring that back. Um, well, there's because uh, we found out that uh, Christina Reese's uh, is a descendant mm-hmm. of the original uh, crier guy who wanted to uh, do all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and you know we we get a big showdown at the end. Uh, we lose Gwendolyn Christie, but who does reveal? But whose shape shifting abilities come into some baller? Yeah, way. no, like she was a character. Like she seemed like like I didn't think she was a bad guy, but she was just kind of a bitch. I thought throughout, kind of just that bitch edge to her. But in the yeah, end, like she was kind of awesome. Like it was just like fucking yeah. based as hell. Um, when when she actually died, it was like. I, there wasn't that long where I was thinking, oh, wow, awesome. But then, like, it, they timed it perfectly. So I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, she's pretty cool. And then she's dead. It's like, oh, oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> no, there's actually more deaths than this than I was anticipating. Um, Like, it felt like oh, they yeah. had, like, a few regulars in there. And, like, what, like, three or four of them die? I'm like, okay, got some balls. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I thought for a minute they were going to kill off that kid, Eugene. I know, Eugene, Eugene was one of the nice ones too. And yeah, I thought they were going to kill him off. Yeah, and it was and, kind of like a nice, uh, pet, like kind of tip of the hat to uh, that nerdy boy that Wednesday befriended in the uh, sequel. Yeah, uh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, but yeah, definitely. Um, uh, David Crumholtz, I think that was uh, yeah. the nerdy kid. Yeah, uh, but yeah, what uh, Eugene was kind of awesome because, uh, like, he was just the beekeeper guy, and I didn't really think much of it. And then it's revealed that, oh, yeah, he can control them. And I'm like, oh, that's yeah. fucking cool. I didn't know that one. <laughs> and then it's just like, I think he just became my favorite character. And it's like, oh, shit, he's a badass. I didn't realize that shit. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I actually like like the child characters. Uh, well, I guess, I mean, they're probably played by young adults, supposed to be playing teenagers. But they all do a good job. Um, like the siren, uh, Bianca. I thought her story was interesting. Yeah. She's got uh, issues. She's got mother issues for sure. Um, essentially, it seems like her mom just wants to just like she's losing her powers and she just, you know. And she's just looking to her daughter to like carry on being kind of a bitch with your siren abilities and it's like <laughs> yeah i don't like you but like bianca it seems pretty reasonable um yeah i think they do a good job with like creating all this cast of characters to work around wednesday and play off her um i think obviously the best one is probably enid her roommate 
who is just yeah. such a contrast. She is, uh, you know, this colorful, bright, you know, multicolored fingernails, multicolored uh, hair. Just this character that just plays directly against Wednesday. And but we also got to see her finally transform too. Yeah, I know. For through most of it, it was, was just like beast. she's never gonna be a werewolf. She's never gonna be a werewolf. And then you know when it was needed, it's like oh shit, she's a werewolf. <laughs> It was awesome. Um, I thought the what they did with her character, and like, you actually get the sense that like Wednesday and her are friends, even though they are so different. Um, I think they play that nicely. They do a good job with that relationship. But yeah. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, overall, this was a, a great series. Uh, I think they did a great job with it. Um. I'm not sure how much Tim Burton was involved because it seemed like he directed the first four episodes. And I'm not sure he probably produced the rest, but yeah, I think he just uh, executive produced them. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously directing it means he's got a heavy hand in those first four. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is awesome. Anything you want to add? Uh, no. All yeah. right. So uh, next week. Uh, oh, yeah. Next this week we're off. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. we're off next week. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be, uh, you know, there's there's a holiday coming up. I think it's like yeah. Arbor Day or something. I can't keep them straight. Um, but yeah, we're, flag we're taking day. that off. Yeah, we're taking Flag Day off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, in two weeks we have uh, a, a Knives Out double feature. We're going to be looking at the original Knives Out and then the new one, Glass Onion, and uh, mm-hmm. and then we're also going to be looking at Strange World. Uh, which will be on Disney Plus in a couple days. Okay. That one has a huge upset because apparently there's a flirt, a brief flirting scene between two boys. Okay. It doesn't take much to trigger people anymore, I swear to God. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that should be fun. So that will be in two weeks. Uh, will I put together a little something for the podcast channel to fill that gap? Or will I just let it go for two weeks? I don't know. <laughs> Find out in one week. <laughs> You'll know in a week. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, everyone have a good one. Take care. Oh my god, you get to cheat. I'm, I'm doing it, I promise. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you're not lying. You have to stay still. Oh my god, you're so still. <laughs>